Happy Friday. What's up? Um, beers before 10 a.m. day, beers before 9 a.m. day, beers before 8 a.m. day, whatever depends on how late you were on Thursday, Thursday, episode 87. Very exciting week. Um, so kind of had a thought. Old people in the office. When's the last time you've been in a work environment where you've seen someone over the age of 65 in your same exact role? <laughs> and how depressed does like it make you? Every job I've ever yeah, been in. Like all of them. Uh huh. And they're just the nicest people in the world, too. Well, I I don't, I don't know about that. Man. Some of them. <laughs> My heart starts to hurt if I'm being frank with you. Yeah. I, I hate when the. Well, when you're the newer guy in a position and you're like doing well because you're trying and then they get upset that you're doing well. You ever have, have you had experiences like that? And then they just start like doing the fucking gossipy talk. Well, why is, why are they doing, why are they getting that? That's everybody has envy. Yeah. But dude, that's why dude, that's why theirs are deeper because they're literally, they should be retired. Yeah. Should have done something else. I don't know what it is, but you should have just done something Probably else. I should have been drafted into Vietnam. You'd be fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I don't have uh If they're in a senior position, they're nice in, in my experiences. But if they're in the same role as you, it's never, like, positive. They try to pull, like, the age card on you. Oh, no, I worked with this OG woman this one time. Her name was, like, Renine or something like that. Oh, and she was just, she was in there for, like, a month or two. Starting this corporate job, you know, doing all these trainings, yada, yada, taking their money. And then just, like, dips in two weeks. Like, I got a new job. And I was just like, fuck yeah, yo. Like, Legend. <laughs> come Could in, you? get your bag, do absolutely nothing for a bag. What if she, that's all she did. She just, like, job. Like you know, like people squat in apartments. You just mm-hmm. you just job hop, take one paycheck, but like oh nice, well, well fifteen hundred, and I'm out to the next one. And you're just in like a week training all the time, and lie on your resume. Yeah, why not? Because everyone would believe a little old lady, right? <laughs> what do you think, a, dude? Tell me right now if you're hiring for like one of your firms, if like a little old lady that was like seventy five came in with this nice resume, like oh, I worked here for whatever twenty years, and it's an entry level job, would you believe her? Yeah, hundred percent. If, it, if it's entry level, yeah. Would, yeah, right. You're like, oh, you're making making fifty, sixty k a year. Like, little lady, oh, I've been at so and so's. Like, I don't know. I, I've been at Eli and Sons Insurance Brokers for fifteen years. Like, and am who? I gonna look that? <laughs> up? Am I gonna take my free time to look that up? No, no. no. Like, oh, you seem nice. So it's kind of genius. They're the biggest scandals, little old ladies. Yeah. Well, as long as AI doesn't expose me, I'm going to try that in my old age when I have to kill, still be working because the government's just spending all our money. <laughs> they are. Social Security. All the time. Social Security. Yeah. What's Why that? are we paying Social Security right now? I don't know, dude. And that's the worst part. The old people in the office that you ha- you don't get along with, like you're then going to be paying their social security in like five ten years we're pe- yeah that makes me mad you know what social security is it's pretty much the american dollar it's just a, a backlogged fake way of providing life to people 
like you know who's paying our social security how many generations deep is paying our social security for when we retire like seven it's not gonna Dude, be there it doesn't even matter that ceiling that you we're get, about to raise you get like 1500 bucks a month nowadays like that's maybe enough for rent that's it that's no. all you got get, what's oh, the point of it if it can't even cover your your rent i feel like older people these days right now have their house is paid off whereas like when we're old and never retire like we won't have our houses paid off so it literally will cover nothing yeah everything will just be subscription based it's i'm afraid so afraid well jared welcome back thanks it's good to be back let's uh instead of being afraid though about money since it's not real and it doesn't exist um big week brother frank not here getting married yeah. Getting married this Sunday coming up, Mother's Day. Getting married. I'm We're, so excited. Let's spend oh, all yeah. of the fake things that the government tells us makes you val- make us valuable, and do a bunch of wild things in Hilton Head, South Carolina. How how hype are you guys? I'm so hyped, dude. I yeah, need this. Exciting. I need this trip. Bad. Bad. We'll have a good trip. About to go. You guys AWOL. are fine. We're at like living bougie. The turn <laughs> ain't that ain't that bougie. We're at like the turn of the season too, where it's like we're gonna go out there. It's going to be hot compared to here. And then we're going to come back, and we're just much more likely to get, like, actually nice weather. Mm. We just had rain for over a week. We're kind of, like, rounding that corner. We're just going to do it in a nicer place and then come back, and it's just going to be done. And it'll just be summer. I feel like it is summer right now. It was hot today. We were at the driving it's, range. I was sweating. It's 70. It's getting there, but it's just, just happened. You know? Wedding on the beach, 70. Wedding on the beach. beach like a nice 82 degrees. It's going to be... It's going to be breezy. What is better than a beach wedding? I don't know. Not much. Like, unless you're beach renting bar. a Hamptons super mansion. Maybe John hitting Mayer home. concert on the beach. Hitting <laughs> hole in one. Hitting hole in one. Love you, Frank, but I'm, I'm picking John Mayer concert. Yeah. On the beach, though. You'd imagine One he Direction. He's on the beach, sh- isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing him at the end of September. Imagine One Direction, John Mayer on a stage. The other direction is One and Direction. Allie. And he wow. just, they get married and they just tell you to turn around and John just starts the concert right there. That would be pretty oh, just cool. for Frank. Oh, you're on a first Frank. name. Oh, just for Frank. That'd be awesome. You're on a first name basis with John now, huh? No, no. I was, it, we we're just in like a conversation and I already like displayed who it was. <laughs> so I didn't have to reiterate it. Yeah, no, he's John Mayer to you. We know plenty of Johns. Um, speaking of great artists, uh, big weekend, Eli. Played his first weekend gig. Dude was raking in the bacon. <laughs> that was fun. I won't disclose because fuck the IRS. Uh, <laughs> but how did it feel, dude? Playing your first Saturday night show. Absolutely kicked ass. We had a great time watching you. Uh, yeah, thanks. It was fun. Um, you know, just wanted to get one under the belt and just kind of see what it was like and feel it out. And everybody was there, which is cool. So I wasn't getting judged too hard. Most people that were there have heard me playing 10 years ago. So it's like, all right, like I can only end up being so bad in front of them at this point. They've seen the worst. And uh, yeah, no, it was a good time. And shout out Lost Tavern. Great beer. Love no, Lost Tavern. No, you, you did great. And I, I loved when you're like, all right, I've never played this one before. And they start playing. I'm like, I've heard this a million times. Which one was it? All of them. Probably Cherry Wine. Maybe. No, um, I never played that one out before, but I played that one for like three years. What was yes. the song you played for Frank? Uh, Marlboro Man by uh, Colton Jesse. I've, I've never like heard that. that song, but you shredded it. I was like, I never even heard you play that song. I've lived with you for how long? Put, heard you no, play everything. We play together. I never learned heard it you play right that. before. Uh, I learned it a couple of days before the uh, gig. Took that one. So, so uh, another 
a quick story from that weekend. We're all we're all hanging out, and Jared's just like, "I'm gonna go across the street with uh, my girlfriend, grab a martini." And then this guy, twenty minutes later, just walks in the door alone. We're like, "How was that martini?" He's like, "Oh, it was great. Drinking in three sips. I just proposed, and uh, <laughs> now I'm here." <laughs> all of us are. What the hell, dude? Well, explain that situation. Congratulations, Jared. You wow. and Ashley love you guys. It's been a wild million week for years. the pod. Dude, wild week for the guys. Oh, wow. Mickey Q just sold a house. Frank's getting married. Eli plays sold his first show. Sold two, baby. I had to get in there. You guys are all. You guys are all on the uptick. I couldn't be couldn't be left <laughs> behind. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you moved back home. Yeah, back. yeah. The same day. Oh, that was brutal. Um, a lot going on. So yeah. it was just, uh, you know, honestly, it was just a it, that was a game time decision right there. It's like I've had I've had a ring for for a while now, mm-hmm. and um, I had a couple of, I had a couple of plans to. going in my mind. Um, but you know what? In my life, I've never like actually probably come at many things with a plan. <laughs> I'm just like fuck it, let it ride type of dude. <laughs> okay, and I just thought my engagement would be like that. So. Um, while we moved, I went out, scooped up the ring, and then I was like, you know, I'm just gonna do it right here and now, and it's fine, it'll be good. And it was, it was a good night. We all, we all drank, watched Eli play. It was exciting. Ashley had no idea, and she was surprised, so it was fun. I think the best part is you came back alone, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they were drinking slow, too. And, and, and nobody bothered to text us, like, hey, come outside. Like, yeah. we're, th- we're 30 feet away. I didn't even think about it, because I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah, we didn't I didn't know if I was going to do it there at the historic Hotel Bethlehem. I didn't want to copycat Troy. <laughs> Yeah. So I thought it was more fun that him and I got engaged catty corner. I was like, all right, whatever. It's going to do right here. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Everyone was mad at me. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it right now. But we were actually, all right there, dude. Nobody said anything. Whatever. Whatever. Cheers to you. Congratulations. Cheers to the, cheers to the pod. What a time. Cheers. Yeah, we're all we're all doing half decent. Which, a lot happening. Which is <laughs> yeah, uh, right. a first. But um, what... What's also half decent is uh, a beer from Brew Works that we have today, the home base um, below deck here. We have a Brain Fog IPA. Does anyone have the rundown on this bad boy? Bring the menu up. Yeah, we got it. In Drinking a- it out of a coffee cup right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, delicious, though. Yeah, it's like it's like an 8% hazy IPA. Yeah, I think it's a it's double, yummy. maybe even. I, I got but it. But it's pretty smooth. New England IPA, hazy, aromatic brew, kettle hopped with mega motuka and double dry hopped using Waimea. God damn, dude. What are these words? All right. There's (laughs) a lot of stuff and there's citrusy California orange shake. So it's got a little West Coast pizzazz to it. I don't fucking know. And rosemary dusted pommel. What the fuck, dude? Put put anything in these beers nowadays. You can go on the website and Um, read the review it is really hard. There's about yeah. five words in there you've never seen in your life. Six and a half. Mm, that's um, so yeah, I I like this beer a lot. Uh, it definitely has uh, a lot of citrus and it's orange based, but there's also kind of like that herbal essence to it, and that's that's coming from that rosemary dusted pomelo, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. I feel like it really quenches your thirst at the end. It is tasty. Like it, it, it right? is a little bit like a juice. You know, so, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No doubt. Not a lot of bite at the end, so it's just very straight up. Um, I'm going to give this a seven flat. It's very good. Drink a lot of them. 
pacier ones, but smooth. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, not been on a hazy kick, but I'm trying to remove my bias from the rating because it does taste, it has a good flavor. I'm, I don't love it though. I'll give it like a 6.3. Like it's still a good beer. It hits the mark. I'm just not a big fan. Okay. Uh, I don't even, God. Are you a politician or are you a beer drinker? It's really not hazy. It's not uh, hazy as for a hazy, hazy. Yeah. What was that one that we had just before this? That was hazy and it was just like the most blandest dry beer ever. That wasn't here. Right. Doesn't matter the name of it. Um, never El, get it though. El Presidente. Oh, I was probably, how could you say that to El Presidente? Scars. No, not here. I'm saying downstairs when we oh. were downstairs. Oh, oh that one. The piss, um, the piss water, the rock water. Yeah, we were, Drew gave us, good old hometown bartender Drew, home game Drew, gave us some beer from Fegley's and we'll get it to you. Never drink it. This is, I feel like I rate most of my beers I love off of the basis Golf course drinkability. Yeah, that's fair. You can drink three of these throughout the round and you'll feel amazing the entire time and you won't be thirsty and your mouth won't get dry because it, it's creamy and it quenches your thirst <laughs> and it is orangey like Nick said. So it's got to be like a 7.5 for me. All right. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Tangents. I'm on tangents today. <laughs> creamy. <laughs> creamy beer. Okay. It's creamy to start and then it has like that orangey citrus flavor at the end. That you're creamy, bro. All right. Um NBA playoffs. Just what's what's going on? Steph's better than LeBron? No. Uh, I don't know. No. That's no. a joke. Yeah, Lakers are cooking 100%. Kind of everybody. I mean, outside the Knicks and the Warriors, everybody's really got kind of a shot at this right now. You got the Suns and the Nuggets squaring up. Um, crazy games out of KD and Booker, obviously. Joker as well. Porter started yesterday clean, came out with like 14 points in the first section of the first quarter. I mean, just absolutely just dicing. The three ball is kind of slept on when it comes to the Nuggets. They're all afraid of the inside. But, dude, they like they can really heave the rock outside the arc. Like It's kind of wild how good they are sometimes. Do the Lakers beat the Nuggets? Yeah, because I think you have AD set on Joker. You have Achi probably just doubling him. You have LeBron Rome. And then you have Dennis cover the top. Like You kind of have to space. But you have if you can free LeBron from the big task at hand and let him kind of cover your bases and make sure damage control is, you know, you keep it low, nothing too crazy happens. That's how you get in a rhythm. You saw the end of the last game uh, came up around the top. Curry pushed in. He pushed AD back to the corner right when they did the the out-of-bounds pass underneath the baseline. They tried to kick it right inside. He knew what they were doing. He could just direct guys. He told Dennis to fly out, told AD to go back. It went right to AD's hands. He didn't have to go anywhere to get it. Like when LeBron can sit outside the play like that and not be the physical force, the team is really good. It's like having a coach on the floor. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's like Pete Rose when he was player manager. You know, it is like that. He's, you know, a lot of time in the in the league. I feel like if you're the Lakers uh, today, May 10th, Wednesday, uh, it's not a must win. But in terms of if the Nuggets win tomorrow on the 11th, today is a must win. Because for AD and LeBron, you're going to want that extra day of rest. 
And then you also just want to come around tomorrow on Thursday, the 11th, and pray to God that the Suns can force a game seven to give you even more rest. And then I feel like the Lakers are in a really, really good spot. Um, Lord knows I'm rooting for him because I'd love to see Eli cash that futures bet. Um, and I just think it's one of those situations. I mean, it's there. It's a, the Warriors are still very capable of coming back and winning the series. So you're up 3 2. 3 1. 3 1. Yeah, rather, my apologies. But you're, the foot's on, the, foot's on their throat. You got to come out and just take care yeah, of it they have tonight. To end it. Yeah. They have to. And then you have the Sixers Celtics on the other side. I, yeah. Dude, that game, <laughs> that series is just who crazy. Saw, who saw the Sixers being ahead here? Dude, that's no I mean, chance. The the one game where Marcus Smart missed the three at the end, and they went to OT. He's got to stop shooting. And dude. then he he's missed, been terrible. He missed the shot at the end of the game too. He took the last shot in regulation and the last shot in OT, and they went to OT and then lost. Like that. Why is the ball in Marcus Smart's hands when it matters? When you have Jason Tatum, dude, you have Brown. Give it. To, I'll give it to Horford. Before I give it to Marcus, it's almost Smart. like Doc Rivers is coaching the Celtics. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Somehow it makes coaching no the Sixers. Marcus Smart chucking up both of those shots is insane. It's insane. Well, I I mean, when you have you Tatum, know what it, well, here's the thing: dude. the idea on the the offensive play call might be the the idea that in that type of situation they'll double Tatum, so Marcus gets the open look, kind of like Jordan. Uh, his freshman year, yeah. when he hit the jumper to win the championship, they knew they were going to double the senior. But I would still the go. The coach Brown. had plenty of confidence. I would still go Brown or Horford before right. Smart. Yeah, Horford ain't even doing shit though, dude. Yes, he is, dude. He's, In terms of he's from reliable. the perimeter, no, no, I'm, he's not shooting a three, dude. You're going. It went to OT. They tied. All they needed to was a to two. the lane, though. To drive to the lane? Yeah, but if you're tied, about it. to go into OT, I, I I'm taking think. a ball in the lane way before I'm taking a three ball. I think ball. smarter Tatum's your guy. And if I you know they're going to double Jason, then you have to develop a play to pick somebody off of him. Like, there's creativity that the coach can implement to get your guy open because LeBron, he's done it his whole career. People do it. You know what I mean? You see it happen. I mean, I think you're right to the point. Marcus Smart definitely shouldn't be throwing it up. And he, speaking of stupidity... Um, Nick's pouring out one for our buddy Frank right now in the in the day of New York Knicks. Sometimes for some reason Julius Randle is just talking absolutely wild after press conferences, saying how the Heat wanted more. They just wanted more when all you have to do is stop one guy. Yeah, you got to stop Jimmy Butler and you can win the series. And the Knicks just don't want to do it. Dude, the bad thing is like they came into the series. You had the dog dynamic between Butler and then Brunson. So it's like you have it on both sides. No one's coming in too crazy hot. Obviously, heat a little bit more, but it was even. And they looked okay to start the series. And then it's just like they just completely imploded. Like they do what like almost every New York team does. They just get to a decent footing and then they just implode. Like just self-harm, just fall. It's insane. The Knicks, dude. I mean, I didn't think they were going to get past the Heat. Not the way Butler's playing right now. And with just the franchise history in recent years, like, it's hard to take that bet. But I didn't think it was going to be this bad. They're Uh, down there with the Warriors. Wouldn't it be wild to see a Heat-Sixers Eastern Conference final? Yeah, 
the Butler dynamic. Yeah, because imagine if the Sixers didn't get low. Dude, imagine he was so good for them. Imagine they didn't let him go. And they brought in James Harden. That was your big three. Harden, Butler, and Bede. Here's here's a question. In this series, say hypothetically it happens, who are you taking in that one-on-one, Butler or Harden? I'm taking Jimmy Butler. I'm taking Butler, 100%. Yeah. You know what? And um, I saw the guys at at Vegas Stats at Info give this out. They took the heat in this series. And I honestly, I didn't bet this pre-flop, but I really thought the Knicks were going to win the series. Um, I just really, you know, it's really, it is Jimmy Butler. Who else do the heat have? Honestly, that can, that can completely damage a playoff level team. Like you said last week, some three balls, but like, well, like you guys said last week, any, this is literally anyone's championship right now in this, the semifinals of the playoffs, which I really love about it. But I think just, the heat, the, all you have to do is neutralize Jimmy Butler, and anyone anyone that's left can beat them, including the Knicks. They're just, I don't know what the hell they're doing. And, and other supporting gas players, so he had been stepping up for sure. However, I think the Sixers, this might be their year, and they could, they could stop them. I don't see, I think a team from the West is going to win, though. I think Nuggets or Lakers are your best bet. Yeah, dude, I would take Nuggets, Suns, and Lakers all above the East. I mean, outside the Celtics. The Celtics are up there. I would give them with the Nuggets. I would go, just because I'm biased, Lakers won because you have the experience of LeBron. It's just that simple. Like, you have to give a guy of that caliber dibs. Plus, if you know... if. What you're betting on is AD waking up every morning and being like, oh, I feel well enough to walk to Starbucks today. Dude, he just needs a little help. That's all LeBron needs. He will mold into what the team needs outside of that. He just needs people to do their jobs. So I have them in one. The second tier, Nuggets and Celtics. I feel like they're both prime. They're both due. They both have some guys that have seen the playoffs. They've gotten their taste. They've gotten their bad beats. And they're ready to like get a ring on their finger. That's second tier, Nuggets and Celtics. You know what? Celtics right now on DraftKings are four to one to win the finals. I believe it. I just I, do. I need no, I need they're down on the series. I need more value on that to bet that. Would I you would you rather it. take bet the Celtics at four to one to win the to win the finals or the Heat at fourteen to one? Heat. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The value on that is absolute the fact that the public are still hammering that. Yeah, I mean they have the superstar. The Celtics were eight to one. I'd get in. They're also a franchise that like people want to be good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when people like when the Bears are good for football. It's, yeah, it's it like just a, fits. Yeah, it's like it the works. Cowboys and the Yankees. Every year they're completely inflated just because. Yes, and I think in this situation, the playoffs. That's probably you know same could probably hold true for that organization. Larry Bird. It's all the old white dudes with access to sports books are saying. <laughs> yeah, that is uh I think that's that's all the series, right? Yeah. Do we cover everything? Okay. So we got Yankees, so we got Judge back now. Volpe hits his first, first slam today. Slam today. About it. Mm, Yankees get a sweep quick. against the A's. How painful is it that they would be in first place in the AL Central and second place in every other division? And we're in last in the AL East. Yeah, twenty one seventeen. We're already playing not, for a wild card spot. Not nice, but Amen. And ever do the You gotta love the journey, man. The <laughs> before Judge came back, the payroll of players that were hurt not playing was like ridiculous. It's like more than other 
like teams. Dude, Judge and Stan combined is like five hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then it's you crazy. have Josh Donaldson, who's like twenty. Severino, same ballpark. Carlos Rodon's like sixty million. Our our payroll of players playing playing was further away from a billion dollars than players not playing for a stretch. Think about that. Closer to a billion. And you have and and you know what? And you have corporate goons out here sweating payrolls. And meanwhile, that's the New York Yankees. Yeah. I mean, mismanaged money is not too weird of a topic. <laughs> I don't think anymore. Yeah, you I, I don't know. You could pay to win, but you're not gonna win if the guys aren't even playing. So um I don't know. What what are our, our thoughts on the season here? It's looking kind of weird. Judge out for how many games, and that's such a huge impact. He, he, was, two for, he was two for four today. Which is great, but the games that he missed, I mean, I just feel like Fine. dogged all of them. The pitching um, staff. Dude, we're 21-17. and 17. That's still a good record. True. And the competition the Yankees have played is far beyond that of the Rays. Yeah, I mean, 21-17 is, is fantastic, but we're... <laughs> bottom of the barrel and in, in, in the AL East that's it yeah that's it I know but the Orioles are in second they they have 23 wins think about that the second place team in our division only has two more wins that's how tight it is yeah and and it's also one of those things that baseball has so many fucking games yeah any, time. anything can happen well look at happened last year Yanks came out super hot and then we fell apart after the All Star break. Yeah, August. Baby. Let's hope. Let's just pray we get a little reverse line. We suck to begin, mm-hmm. and then second half of the season, we're the best team in the league. There was a there was a stretch though, like when shit was not going good for the Yankees, um, which was pretty much between. Uh, let's see here, like everyone April, maybe like tenth. April, April like 25th. So they played the Blue Jays, and that was the first series they lost. And to, they went one, two, three, four. Dude, they went 17 and three to their team total over, which at most times was three and a half to four and a half runs under. So they went over three times and under 17 times. We weren't even scoring three to five runs a game. The offense was just getting completely... Everyone in the offense is in, like, under 230. Except for Rizzo. need to, like, plug a controller in like I do that in the show. Scary. And just, like, help out that shit's with scary. the hitting. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we're about to beat the Rays in a series on Sunday in the rubber match with a 6 nothing lead. And Garrett Cole lets the Rays come back and tie the game. Go Pitcher of the that month. was a rough one. Pitcher of the month of April comes down his first start in May, six nothing lead, and he fucking blows it because he can't win a big game. We already know that. No, the guy can't win a big game. Yeah, just spray some fucking uh, glue on his hands. Yeah, days. seriously, time he's good. Should shove his fingers up his butt and then try throwing the ball. Maybe something better will happen. <laughs> Ruthless. It's not worth it. <laughs> Hopefully, catch a May turn around. Um. How about PGA Championship coming up right after we get back from Frank's that weekend? Everyone get a guy in the chair. Get your odds early. Yeah, we're going to need the uh, the go-to. Who do you like? Do you have anybody yet? Uh, Cameron Young, every major ever, and Sahith Agala. 
Those are my guys. It's probably about it. I'm gonna have to look. Fifteen million dollars, research. bro. Oh, kill. God damn. Oh, is that what they're playing? Yeah. Oh, kill. At Oak Hill, 18th to the 21st of May. So I was at, I think we'll be back, Thursday. We'll be back Wednesday, then Thursday. Boom, major. Yeah. Right in your face. Eric Giles is playing at Arts Quest yeah. the and 21st. We, you want to go with me and Troy? No, I want to watch golf. <laughs> wow. I'll Calls be himself a guitarist. I'll be around. It's crazy. I'd rather suck. Just like I do at golf. Um, oldest player to make the cut. Phil, Tiger, can Phil go? Do you ever? Yeah, Phil can. He won a PGA. Dude, I don't know the rules anymore with all this live stuff. I am, I don't know what I'm they're doing. I'm betting Phil Mickelson again after what I saw at the Masters. Lefty Hammer. Yeah, Ralph Dude, had his the nice top ticket. twenty. Absolutely have to because. Um, give me a second. I'll check the odds. You gonna bet Rory to miss the cut after what you saw in the Masters? What do he? How do you do a Quail no, Hollow last no. week, dude? Rory will come he back. He's seventy gonna... foot eagle putt. Yeah, but where did he, he place? He's not gonna fall apart like that, bro. I mean, he's from one tournament he's to another. Strange. Like, dude, he's he's weird. The way he places is weird. Like he'll get so hot and then like he'll be like twenty fourth. Yeah, but but Spieth, my man, what the fuck are you doing? Always hurt. I think he said he was backing out with a wrist injury. Um, so he might not be playing for a little while. I also said, I saw headlines saying he was getting put in regardless. I, I don't know. Uh, but last I saw, he was uh, not not going to play due to everything going on. It's Dude, just, how about Sahith Agale from being, what was he, uh, 120 to 1 to win the Masters after coming in the top five? 45 to 1 at the PGA. This guy's he's coming up. Came young, 25 to 1. Got to bet Cam Smith 22 to 1 just cuz the guy is the best putter on tour in my opinion. Live tour, PGA tour in the world. IE British Open. Rom plus 750. Yuck. They don't have any of their fun props out yet, unfortunately. And we won't be around next week to to talk the PGA Championship. Um, but those would be my guys. If I was, if I was saying I'm, my name's Frank Zayez, I would tell you guys to bet Brooks Kepka at 20 to one. I, I did that once. Yeah, you mushed them. <laughs> you played them on Sunday. Um, and then quick, quick side note. Will's out man. What the fuck happened to that guy? I mean, dude, let's went, ask Frank. He went to top five multiple tournaments in a row. That's Frank. Just we'll see him on Tuesday if he can come play golf with us. All the time. Our guy hit us up on Sunday. Frank's getting married in a week, and he messed up his back so bad. He's like, oh, I don't even know if I, I can barely walk. <laughs> so He'll be there. Apparently serious injuries come from golf. Should we continue to play this sport, guys? Yeah. Absolutely. Can we all break 100 this weekend? I might. Can we do it? Depends. Yeah. What happens if anyone shoots over 100, Ooh, including Frank? I do like this. We have to stay in South Carolina and start a new life. All right, I have an idea. I do like that. I hate my life. Pretty. That's pretty hard. <laughs> uh, maybe that person or people get tackled just into the lake on the last hole or something. I don't know. Well, then everyone's getting wet. Uh, that's I don't know that. <laughs> I was thinking more like a beer. <laughs> All right, best core gets over here. We'll let everyone know who it is when we come back. Uh, 
Canadians, if you're listening on the on the travel down on Friday, Godspeed, love you, can't wait to see you, Stefan, Frank, everybody else in the battalion, follow us on Tears Pod, all socials, www.lunchpierspodcast.com, and uh, I love Frank. Same.